Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. So I'm Katie. Um, I'm a sales director at Permutive, so I focus on building our publisher partnerships in the US. I've been here for about a year. Uh, prior to that, I had a, a long career in, in digital media. I've, uh, I've been in the industry for almost a decade. Um, started on the agency side, moved to um, ad tech and then into the publisher space and then back into ad tech. So I've really seen the space evolve quite a bit since I, since I started. And um, I was able to take a lot of my experience at publishers and large media organizations and apply it to the, the discussions that I'm having in my current role. Amazing. Okay, so we've got a great title for our chat today, being a change agent in your organization, which I'm sure many listeners would love to be. So let's, let's get your thoughts on how, how we do that. So first of all, uh, how do you break down internal silos? And again, this is something that devils many companies. So how do you do this? Yeah, so being a change agent is is quite difficult, and I've worked at really large companies and really small companies. You know, obviously working at a startup, you don't naturally don't have as many silos, right? But you know, if, if you are working at you know a multi layered uh, large organization, that can be really challenging and make it difficult in order for you to drive change in your role, depending on your seniority. So th- this question is a great one. I think it definitely starts, you know, with your leadership team, but there are tactics that you can take uh, as an individual contributor or employee to create, you know, more collaboration within teams. I'd say that the first one is, I think, really just, you know, raising your hand to help on projects that are meaningful to you and to your role. And perhaps it could be something that's unrelated to your role, right? But being a change agent is is part of the way that you uh, help the business you know, drive itself forward. So I think kind of proactively raising your hand is kind of the, is the first initial step. And depending on what your management team looks like, you know, you can you can make a case, uh, you know, around a particular business need or a trend that you've been noticing in the marketplace, and kind of float it to them as an idea. And from there, you know, depending, you know, assuming that you get your manager your management's buy-in on this, you can opt to take ownership of a particular project. So you can really start to create that cross-team collaboration that the task requires, or or maybe that you're not feeling in your current role. So, but of course, ensure that your management is aware that you're doing this and you can, you have the bandwidth, uh, you know, within your existing role. I'd say it's, it's also a big part of this is, is finding a, you know, more of a senior leader as a mentor within the organization, perhaps in a different department within your area of interest, um, you know, on this particular initiative. So that's kind of the way I would approach it. If, you know, you're not in a management role, you're just an individual contributor, but you, you do want to create that change. If you're a manager or a leader within your organization, it's, it's really important that you consider the needs of the other departments when making decisions. This sounds totally obvious, but I think, especially in, in today's kind of chaotic world of, of digital media, you're, you know, there's everyone's constantly trying to figure out, okay, how do I plug this hole? How do I make my team the most successful in what we do? Sometimes it's challenging to look beyond that to, you know, 
think about what other departments may need and how they might be able to add value to yours. So in an article, the Washington Post actually wrote about this subject. It's called, Are Silos Stalling Innovation in Your Organization? They say that leaders must reinforce the notion that managers should act beyond just their department's best interests. And then last but certainly not least, depending on you know, what role you have in the company, it's important to look externally as well, um, maybe at your competitive set, what other leaders you know, in, your, in your, you know, your group of your industry are doing. And are there companies that you admire? You know, if you if you do work at a large company, do you admire the way that uh, the way that your friend's organization at a startup is structured? And are there things that you can you can start to push for inside your company? Um, it's also making sure that you talk to your partners about the things that you want to do, and you're vetting it, you know, with you know with the rest of the industry and you know with with partners, you know, within your specific competitive set. Do you think, I mean, it's interesting, you need to put so much thought into this, but do, do you think every company needs change agents? And how many change agents, if it's not your question, do you think are needed or, you know, can a company handle, do you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, it depends. I think if, if you know, committing to change is already part of your organization's DNA, I think for, for us at Permutive, we're, we're constantly updating our, our product suite. We're, you know, we're constantly thinking about what the industry is going to need five, 10 years from now. And that's, that's the way that we're, you know, innovation is, is really just part of the company's DNA. <laughs> um, but I think it's more challenging, you know, if you are in a, in a really, really large organization, perhaps one that's been around for a really long time and you have very specific ways of working and that kind of permeates into the culture. So I think it's important if, if you feel that your company is not innovating in the way that you expect or you know, in the ways that you need to do your job more effectively, I think that's when you need a change agent and you can perhaps find it in yourself to fill that role. Okay. Now, so you find it in yourself, you want it for that, for that role. What proof do you need? Because as you say, you know, everyone's moving so fast, especially in this industry. And, you know, a change agent such as yourself has a great new idea on how to innovate to drive success. But then the manager or the board asks, well, how can you prove this? How do you go about getting the proof that what you know, your ideas are going to be successful and also beneficial to the bottom line, I guess? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and I think this is perhaps a little bit easier for me to answer because I've always... The last few roles I've had <clears throat> have been focused on driving revenue, right? So, you know, if I were to make a case to my leadership about a particular change that I wanted to make, we'd have to show, you know, a revenue deficit or be able to show the gap that we would need to fill in order to grow revenue by a certain percentage. Um, and every company these days is, is looking for, you know, year-on-year -year growth. So I think if you can break that down um, at a high level, just in terms of you know, what the size of the business opportunity is, and then the steps that you would require, the investment that you would require in order to get there. And then at the same time, I think it's interesting you said, you know, you need to, how, how, how do you find necessary change and look at your friends, look what other companies are doing, keep up. 
Um, you know, again, as you referenced earlier, this is such a fast-moving industry. You know, you're working at Pervisive, which is a company that's rocketing in success and obviously changing, changing by the second. How do you keep up? You know, technology moves so fast. You're in a, a, a job, I imagine, that you haven't got a second to yourself so to breathe, let alone keep up. How do you keep up with what external change can be applied to, to your job? Yeah, again, this, this sounds like a very rudimentary tactic, but just making sure that I'm subscribed to, you know, the, the five key publications that I need to stay on top of the news. I'm carving out at least an hour during the week or half an hour during the week just to listen to a podcast or an industry talk about um, what is going on. Um, and I'm also just keeping my eye on social media as well. And I'm following certain leaders and, and people who are sharing this news. Um, there's there are a couple like probably five people I can think of off the top of my head that I that I follow just to see you know their reaction to certain things like if Google creates a new policy I want to know their opinion first and I want to you know just be able to form my own opinion about it um, and that's really critical to what I do every day because of the the pace at which the the industry moves and then I can really use that in my discussions with my clients about, um, you know, my particular POV on a subject. I suppose your clients expect you to be a source of knowledge. In yes. terms. <laughs> yeah, it's really about just being consultative and, you know, just not pushing a product to them just because, you know, you think that they need it, but you really have to apply it to, you know, what their particular goals are um, and, and how they can drive value for them. Who are they? The, you said you could think of five people at the top of your head who you follow on social media. Any names you want to give to listeners? Because everyone's looking for you know new source of information. Who, who should they be following? Um, there is one person, um, Alessandro Desanch. He is a data strategy consultant. He writes for Ad Exchanger a lot. I always think he has a really good perspective. And more recently, it seems that you know the perspective that that Permutive has had on a couple of different topics. Um, around data privacy and anonymity just really align with what he's been saying. So that's been really interesting. Um, Paul Bannister from Cafe Media, I also follow quite a bit. He's their chief strategy officer. Um, Jana Marin is actually a client of ours at, at Insider. Um, she, she's been you know, a leader and a change maker. I met her a couple of years ago at a, at a conference and was always really impressed with the things that she had to say. I think those are probably the three that come to mind initially. I'd probably have to get back to you. <laughs> no, that's really good. It's always useful to find out for a realistic we'll sort of start following them. What about now? What about feeding back? You're talking about being a change agent. That's helping the, the business, you know, uh, get better and do more, earn more money. How important is it for, for change agents to, to feed back to the leadership team? Because you say, you know, I thought it was really nice to say you, you put aside an hour a week just to sort of, outside and suck up knowledge i guess you're following amazing people you obviously you know you, you know a lot about what's going on how important is it for people like you to then feed that information back to a leadership team or a board that may not have the time or the inclination or, or the skills to do that yeah no i think it's it's really important um you know i i think that this is obviously a challenge right because you know time is the most precious commodity um, but it is like critically important to make sure that you're sharing knowledge from the market with your leadership. I think that that, that is something that, you know, I at least focus on with my leadership team at least once a week, just saying, you know, these, these are the trends that I'm hearing. Here's how the market is reacting to, you know, this, this article we published. Here's the feedback that I'm getting. Um, and, and as we continue to, 
you know, modify our product roadmap or change things based on what our clients need, especially at a startup. That's, that is absolutely critical. Yeah. Excellent. Now let's, let's end on subject we can't avoid, the pandemic, which we're slowly coming out of. Uh, the role of a change agent in a pandemic, you know, everything's different in a pandemic. So the last year, how's, how's that role been different? Yeah, I think we've, we've all proven that we can adapt to an unusual way of working. So I think that that should perhaps give us confidence that, you know, we can adapt to any situation that's thrown our way and so can our businesses. So that shouldn't hold us back from, you know, from changing the way that, that we go about things, whether that's within products or, or sales conversations, um, interactions, because obviously that's changed as well. Um, but I think it, it is, it is a, a positive thing, but you also have to balance that with the fact that everyone is remote working. It's not comfortable for a lot of people. Um, for me, I didn't really find it that challenging at first. I think, I think now it's, it's become a little bit more challenging just because you're like, okay, this is still going on. I still you have to kind of balance your, your ambition with, with that, just being empathetic to the fact that this is new. Um, and perhaps that has held back a little bit of progress, but maybe it's, it's also um, helped progress in other ways, just because of the fact that we don't have to run to an in-person meeting. We can just jump on a quick call with someone for 15 minutes and maybe we'll learn more that way than we did previously. Hmm. I think it's balancing the ambition with the reality of the situation that we're in. Balancing ambition with the reality. That's a lovely, lovely phrase on which to end. Thank you so much. That was really insightful and lots of really useful takeaway, actionable insights for people listening. So thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.